You are listening to the Atlanta Real Estate Forum radio show, Around Atlanta edition, showcasing the best of Metro Atlanta, our communities, the attractions, and the special events that make Atlanta great. Welcome to our virtual town square. Good morning, and welcome back to Atlanta Real Estate Forum Radio's Around Atlanta edition. I'm your host, Carol Morgan, and I'd like to give a shout out to our show sponsor, Denim Marketing. Denim knows that marketing isn't one size fits all, so if you're looking for a comfortable fit, try them on. So we're joined today by Debbie Frank. She's the Director of Transit-Oriented Development for MARTA. And she is going to share some of the really cool things going on at MARTA that, you know, when when MARTA comes top of mind, these probably aren't the things you think about, but they're really neat. So thank you for carving some time out for us, um, Debbie, and welcome to the show. Well, thank you. It's my pleasure, and I look forward to our conversation this morning. Yeah, me too. Well, give us, let's just start with a brief overview of your background. Sure. So as you stated, I'm Director of Transit-Oriented Development at MARTA, and I have the privilege of managing the planning and implementation of transit-oriented development around our station. So this is creating mixed-use communities around our station. And um, during, during my time doing this, I've been with MARTA six and a half years we have had an, an economic impact of, of about a billion dollars um, in new real estate just at or near wow. a third of our of our of our, of our system. Um, we have you know 38 stations within the, the MARTA system, and I'll share a little bit more about that later. But I have about 25 years of experience in planning, development, real estate um, initiative, redevelopment initiatives. Um, in you know, for nonprofits as well as for profits and, and um, um, quasi governmental agencies, I guess you should say, um, in Alabama, Ohio, uh-huh. Tennessee, and, and and now Georgia. So it's really exciting. Um, prior to to starting or working at MARTA, I managed the managing partner of uh, Urban Blueprint, a uh, real estate development and planning consulting firm based in in Nashville, and uh, we had a primary focus on mixed-use development and, and what we call emerging markets. Um, I also served as executive director of the North Nashville Community Development Corporation. It was an affiliate um, organization of the Nashville Area Chamber of Commerce, and we worked really closely with Fisk University, Meharry Medical College, and Tennessee State trying to promote the revitalization of the historic Jefferson Street Corridor. Um, in North Nashville. Nashville has done a great job with some of the different areas and with their growth and managing all of that. So kudos for being part of that. Yeah, yeah Nashville has definitely um, become a different city for, for people that remember the place back in the early 90s. Mm-hmm. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So yeah, Nashville's a really fun place. Well, talk a little bit about MARTA at a high level. You know, what is MARTA sure. and who does it serve? Yeah, so MARTA, we are a the ninth largest transit system in the U.S. Um, we uh, our, our our service area is the city of Atlanta, Fulton, DeKalb, and Clayton counties. Um, we have, as I mentioned earlier, thirty eight rail stations. Um, 338 rail cars and we're we're getting we're planning for new rail cars i'm sure you guys have heard about that 
570 buses. Um, we have a mobility service um, as well, um, 211 of those vehicles for our mobility service program. And prior to the pandemic, I just have to say this, prior to the pandemic, we had a daily ridership of about 450,000 people. And annually, that amounted to about 7.9. The pandemic hit, as with all transit systems across the world, really, we saw um, a a decrease in in that ridership, you know, rightfully so. But we are pleased to say that with people kind of getting back to, I'm not going to say normal, because we're not quite there yet, but at least starting to, we're seeing an uptick in, in our ridership. And that's really really ple- uh, pleasing for, for the folks who, who do this every, every day. And I guess I should add with the increase in, in gas prices as well. Yeah. You know, um, my very first job, I lived in Sandy Springs and I would drive yeah. to the Brookhaven Marta station and ride Marta every day to work. It was so easy and so stress-free compared to Atlanta mm-hmm. traffic. I just can't fathom why anyone who has access to MARTA doesn't use it, especially you know if you're going somewhere that there's a train station. If you're going train station to train station, it's so, so easy. Yeah, it really is. It really is. And, and what we, we pride ourselves on is just being an option for folks. We're, we're, you know, we, we obviously, we would love to have as, as much ridership as we can, but we understand that in some cases, cars are, are still needed. We're not everywhere we would like to be. Um, we're trying to get there, needless to say. But yeah, um, I think the convenience of, of, of MARTA um, is, is definitely one that more people should really, really experience. Oh, for sure. Absolutely. Well, let's talk about your day-to-day job and some of the new developments yeah. near MARTA and some of the different things that you're working on. Um, do you want to start with, I think it's called Marshawn. It's the King Memorial Transit-Oriented Development. Yes. So the, our, our King Memorial um, TOD, and I'll, I'll just say TOD for short, um, that's how we kind of reference it in the industry. It can be a mouthful saying transit-oriented development over and over. Right. But we were fortunate. To, <laughs> we were fortunate to um, actually um, in May of, of this year we had the grand opening of this development. It's a 305-unit development with 32% of the units are affordable. 98 98 units, I think, if I got my math right. Um, and about 11,000 square feet of retail space. Our development partner um, partners were um, um, H.J. Russell and Place Properties. And this particular development actually sits just um, a neighbor is the Oakland Cemetery, is, is its neighbor. And this particular TOD was basically one that was um, started in 2012, believe it or not. And it was a, a site that at that time was just a, a, a parking lot. Um, our developments right now are pretty much occurring on um, underutilized surface parking lots that MARTA owns near and, and around our station. And this parking lot had been used by Grady um, Hospital for years for, for um, staff parking. And the opportunity just really presented itself for us to to look at um, bringing in a pretty neat mixed-use community. And I will add, let me just add that the the actual investment that um, our development partners make, because I think it's very important that people 
really see that, you know, the, the amount of dollars that are being invested and in, in the economic impact, not only from, you know, the, the actual development itself, but the jobs that are created as mm-hmm. a result, other new investments that are happening around it. But this particular investment was uh, around $63 million wow. um, for, for, for the community. And we were really pleased to have, um, you know, the developer work closely with Invest Atlanta to bring mm-hmm. on those affordable units. So that was pretty, pretty neat. So we try to, you know, um, create as many opportunities to work with our, our local jurisdictional partners where the opportunity presents itself and, and it did for us here at King Memorial. Yeah, uh, that's phenomenal. Um, an- another one that sounds really neat is Edgewood Candler Park TOD. Talk about that one. Sure. So Edgewood Candler Park, um, it's this particular um, TOD is actually truly at the station. It sits on the south side of our station on about seven acres. It was all surface parking. And we are currently in the final phase of development. Um, things should be wrapping up er- early um, well, I guess I should say mid, mid, by mid-August for us here. So, so pretty soon. Um, this particular development had three phases to it, um, residential component. Um, we really looked at about maybe 357 residential units between two, two um, residential buildings. And then you had the affordable units there. Marta, part of our, our guidelines for uh, development is that if there's a residential component to our projects, there's a 20% um, requirement or goal, I guess I should say, that units be made available for people earning anywhere from 60 to 80% of the area median income. And we were able to, to reach that here at our um, Edgewood Candler Park TOD. And the one thing, because this 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 development um, utilized parking, um, some of the parking was was still being used by our patrons. There was a replacement parking um, component to it, so we have a new shared parking deck within this development, as well as a new bus loop. Um, another real neat component to this is that there's a small um, eight thousand square foot commercial. Um, building that will will um, that house actually our um, develop developer um, their headquarters is actually housed here and then there will be um, a small um, retail space as well and then we have um, a nonprofit a cultural facility as we call it moving in the spirit a place to soar is it's actually housed here now as well it's kind of a youth dance um, 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 initiative, nonprofit, and we were really pleased that we were able to to make this work for them. Um, the community really advocated for this, um, you know, new headquarters for this this nonprofit, and we were really pleased to team up with them on it. Wow, just so much going on. Yeah. I I don't know how you keep up with it all. Um, there's also some improvements in master planning for the TOD at Kensington Indian Creek and HE Home Stations. What's that about? Yeah, so we are one of one of the things that we're we're trying to do is is advance transit oriented development or TOD as 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 fast as we can. And um with our Kensington, Indian Creek and H E home stations, they are very sizable amount of land area. Kensington we have thirty five acres, Indian Creek fifty two acres, and H E homes is twenty two acres. 
and all all three stations will need a rezoning to advance POD. So one of the things that we we sought a, re, a rezoning for Kensington Station and the community and the the Cap County commissioners really encouraged us to first master plan the site just to make sure we were getting the density right, you know. And so we took that cue and said, well, we got three stations total with, with Kensington that we want to do just that. So let's go through the master planning process. Let's, you know, submit for the, the application for the rezoning and then put out an RFP for TOD. So this really gives us an opportunity to hear directly from the community about what they really would like to see in, in TOD at these, these stations. So we're really excited about that. Um, master planning is, is, is underway for um, Kensington Station. Um, so there's an opportunity to go to KensingtonMartaPlan.com and, you know, just express any thoughts that you have. Um, hmm. It's a kind of interactive website um, that you can just share your thoughts about, you know, what you love about the station, what you would love to see about the station, or anything else you would want to share with us about that. And then um, our board in um, July of, uh, on July 14th, actually approved us moving forward with um, uh, the contract award to WSP for our Indian Creek station and HKS for HE Homes to actually do the master planning. So we're in the early kind of just flushing out a few things administratively, if you will, with those firms. And I must add that Perkins and Will is actually leading the master planning effort for us at our Kensington station. Yeah, and you've got some pretty heavy hitter um, as far as partners. I understand you're, you're working on the North Avenue TOD with Portman Holdings. What's going on there? Yeah, so we, um, oh my God, prior to the pandemic, um, we were fortunate to um, identify and the board awarded the development, TOD development opportunity to Portman Holdings. Um, the, the particular, this particular development will occur within the, the land and as, as well as the air rights that we have there at the station. So you're going to really see what you typically would find in Midtown, a, a real dense high-rise development. Um, they will be looking at introducing um, office, residential, little small retail. But what's most exciting for us about this particular TOD is that it will create an opportunity for us to, to reimagine our station itself. So we, we're, there, we're currently involved in station rehabilitation throughout the system, thanks to just efforts of, of you know, our leadership and, um, you know, what we know the community has, has been, been desiring in terms of just basic, you know, maintenance that's, that's long overdue. These stations are 40 plus years old and, you know, we, we've been fortunate to get the revenue needed to begin to do some of that work. Well, we would be working with Portman to, um, to reimagine how this looks as well. And this would be a first for, TOD to be involved in this aspect of, of our station. So we're really looking forward to, to, to this opportunity that, that's on the horizon for us at North, North Avenue. Yeah, that'll be exciting to have um, a little bit of a facelift for North Avenue. Um, cannot believe that that station is that old. That's crazy. Well, now that particular station is probably not quite 40. I would okay. say our, our, system, our system as, as a whole 
Um, oh, okay. Created yeah. Created a little over 40 years ago. Yep. 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 This one may be, and I'm, I'm, I'm I hate to even say it, um, but it's not 40 years. Mm-mm. It's not quite 40. Yep. Yeah. Well, I remember back in the day when I moved to Atlanta, when they were building Perimeter Mall and Marta mm-hmm. was just going to Brookhaven. So um, I'm probably dating myself then, but, um, you know, it was just so cool to watch Marta spread northwards so that, you know, more of us could have access to it. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, you know, I will tell you that, um, when I joined MARTA, I was completely just blown away at the amount of land area we have around our stations. We have some 400 acres of land that um, could accommodate some opportunities around a redevelopment, if you will. And um, it's, it's just, you know, you, you mentioned Brookhaven. Brookhaven, I think, is around 17 acres, you know, if you look at both sides of of, of the station where the surface parking lot is currently um, situated. Wow, I wouldn't have thought it was that big. That's crazy. I know, I know. Crafting the perfect marketing strategy is like constructing the perfect pair of jeans. You need all the right components and expertise. Unlike trying on a dressing room full of jeans, denim marketing makes the process painless and easy. Denim marketing is the market leader in creating quality original content for home builders, developers, remodelers, and others in the industry. Call 770-383-3360 or email carol at denimmarketing.com to find out how denim marketing can be a comfortable fit for your social media, public relations, marketing campaigns, email marketing, blogs, and other marketing needs. Well, talk a little bit about the Bankhead RFP for that transit-oriented development. I understand that selection process is currently in review. Yeah, so we were fortunate, um, again, prior to the pandemic, that our staff identified seven stations that are within the Opportunity Zone, and those stations sit on our west and south line. So you got Bankhead, H.E. Homes, um, Ashby, Vine City, Five Points, West End, and Lakewood, Fort McPherson. And the opportunity zone is just a, a um, it ultimately ends up being a way for capital be, to be interjected into developments within those areas from a, from a federal, um, federal level. And so Bankhead Station is the very first station that we um, identified to move forward with TOD not just because we, hey, hey, let's just do it, but there's other things that are happening within um, our capital um, project um, division of, of MARTA where we're expanding the station capacity, if you will. So right now the station accommodates uh, a couple of train cars. We're, we're moving it toward the ability to be able to accommodate eight cars like all the other stations within the system. Um, a lot of that has to do with the growth that's occurring out in the Bankhead area. And I will tell you, our, our new future neighbor, Microsoft, um, probably helped out a little bit as well. Yeah, I'd say so. Yeah. And, <laughs> and we were really pleased. Our The, the state um, actually provided us $6 million to support the expansion of the, um, of the platform. So we will, um, through the, the, the actual um, TOD um, we hope to be able to 
also play a role in the transformation of the station as well. So you got the TOD, the platform extension, all of that coming together to, to really hopefully, you know, be a, um, a, a wonderful asset um, to, the, to the community. And the one thing that I will say too, is that within our um, TO, stations where TODs are within the opportunity zone, we know that there's a, a strong um, desire for affordability with everything that's just going on in the world today. And so we made a decision um, and, and presented it to our board when we got approval to move forward with, with TODs at these stations that we wanted to make sure we were reaching the people within the communities so that um, we decided to, to adjust the affordable housing goals so that it's it's looking at household income by zip code, a, a mile radius of the station. Hmm. So it's not hmm. going to capture, you know, Sandy Springs or, you know, North Fulton. So that we're really honing in that if there's someone in the community currently that would love to, to be within the development, that they have the opportunity to, to do that. So we're looking at median household income by zip code. And in some cases, you're probably the most recent numbers for 2020. I think we are around 29000 to maybe $53,000, $54,000 for our Bankhead station. Wow. Not, um, it's not cheap to do redevelopment, is it? it? It is not. It is not. It's an important investment in the community, that's for sure. And I know um, the next one we're going to talk about um, is Art Center Station. And golly, what a great location just right there in Midtown. You can get to so much from that station. I understand that you have an RFP out for that one, or it's going to be out um, third quarter this year. What's going on with that? Yeah. yeah, so with Art Center, just like, you know, our, our other stations, we know that there's an opportunity there. Um, there's definitely been interest from our development community um, for uh, TOD at the station. So we're we're so looking forward to seeing, you know, real solid proposals come in and, and to see a transformation of, of that station as well. Development would have the opportunity to happen within the land and air rights of, of our art center station. Mm -hmm. um, you know, so, yeah. Well, so we go from art to station soccer. Um, I know you just recently opened the Kensington Station Soccer. Um, how did that go? And talk a little bit about your partnership with Soccer in the Streets. Yeah, so we, um, gosh, I guess it would have been back in 2016, we introduced the very first station soccer facility in the world at our five-point station. And we teamed up with, with Soccer in the Street, as you mentioned, and they identified what they called the League of Stations, where they wanted to introduce 10 stations within our system, either on MARTA-owned property or nearby property to, to a station. So to date, we have actually five stations um, opened. Um, most recently, our Kensington station that opened um, in, in July but I, I will name the stations in the order that they came online. Um, Five Point, West End, East Point, Lindbergh, and Kensington. East Lake will be the, the next one that, that comes online, knock on wood. I think everything is moving in the right direction for that. Um, and then we've identified H.E. Holmes, Bankhead, Dorval, and Civic Center as the, the remaining, uh, um, will round out the remaining 10 stations. 
But this is a really, really neat program with, with Soccer in the Street. And I love the fact that it also presents an opportunity where there are community gardens um, that would give other kids who may not be playing soccer, you know, the opportunity to do something while their, their sibling is, is playing the game. So that's been pretty cool. Um, what I will say, though, is that I know that um, the adult leagues, you have our youth leagues and the program is free for our youth. And then we have adult leagues and they can, I hear can get pretty darn competitive um, for sure. Um, so it's pretty cool. You know, the, the thing that that's really neat about this is that the program allows for kids to move through the, the MARTA system um, and, and you eliminate the need for the cost associated, if you will, with transportation getting there. Um, and so we just thought that it was a really, really cool, cool idea and cool concept that was really presented to us by um, Sanjay Patel with um, Soccer in the Street. Yeah, what a neat idea. And I love the the soccer and then also the the gardening as well. That's a, that's a fun combo. Mm-hmm. Yep. Another program that has to do with interactive art is the Rail Talk Reconnect. What is that and where is that? So the rail car um, reconnect is, is an interesting um, program for us. And it's actually managed through um, our artbound program. Catherine Durga is the director of our, our artbound program. And it's really a neat program that I, I want to say in 2019 was when this particular program was first launched. So this is the second go around for us. And it really creates an opportunity. It's a public art. Um, project, but it's interactive in the sense where um, we're encouraging people to leave, you know, um, inspirational messages, if you will, to to the the public. So as you're moving through the station, you can move around the magnets and leave really cool inspirational messages. And the locations that we have for this particular um, um, installation is North Springs, Dorval, Lindbergh Center, West End, College Park, H.E. Homes, and Indian Creek. And it's going to be in place for, um, I guess, through, um, well, actually, it, it concluded, um, will conclude um, June 8th. So it was a five-month initiative in partnership with um, the Atlanta Design Festival and Flux Projects. And it's all culminating up to the Atlanta Design Festival for um, October 1st through the 9th. That's exciting, too. Good grief, you've got a lot going on. You know, we talked a little bit about gardening, but I know you're also working mm-hmm. to combat um, food insecurity and have some, um, you know, partnerships with global growers. And then you also have the MARTA market. Talk about those two initiatives. Yes. So we are in our um, seventh year, 2022 marks our seventh year of the MARTA market. We just went through a rebranding and it's now MARTA market and um, really started when we looked at, um, you know, just concerns that staff had um, around food deserts, stations that were, were actually located in, in, food deserts. And the program really launched with um, partnerships with Atlanta Food Bank and USDA. So our our initial station started out um, Five Points, West End, College Park, 
H.E. Holmes and Bankhead. And this year, we actually expanded the program to our Doraville station and our Kensington station. And we were fortunate to receive another USDA grant to continue the program as well as um, expand it to those uh, two additional stations. And ironically, we um, were approached by global growers. They were um, farming near our Avondale maintenance facility, if you will, and not on Marta's property, on a private property. And what I understand is that the property actually sold us. So they were looking for a place where they could, could actually farm. And they were taking Marta to get to the farm. And these were um, individuals, refugees from, from Africa. And they approached us about the opportunity at our Indian Creek station. And we found a location. We have 52 acres there, right? And um, the produce that will be grown and produced there at the farm will actually be sold at, um, some will be sold, I guess I should say, at our Kensington uh, Marta, Marta Market. So it's kind of a, a pretty little neat ecosystem that's, that's been created right there in DeKalb County. I love everything that all the different organizations in Atlanta are doing to combat these food deserts. And I think that having vegetables that are you know, fresh off the vine, that people can see that they're you know, growing right there and you know, see where they're coming from. And they're so much fresher. It's just a nice connection to, you know, to our earth and to, you know, to nature. And I hope that it inspires people to go home and, you know, plant a container tomato plant, you know, if, if nothing else, you know, or, or plant some mint or whatever their favorite, you know, there's lots of things you can grow on your front porch or your back porch or, you know, wherever you have a little bit of sunshine. So. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And we do have, you know, we do have a community garden at our five point station that pretty much launched right around the same time as, as station soccer back in 2016 an initiative that was really facilitated by Central Atlanta Progress. Um, yeah. So we were, you know, it's been going strong, going strong. Yeah. Yep. Well, you've obviously got a ton going on. What are you looking forward to for the rest of this year and into 2023? Well, for, and, and I have to speak solely for my little yeah. space and, and Marta, because it's so big and, and there are so many things that's going on by so many different departments. But for us, it's really, I really want to wrap up the master plan for um, Kensington, H.E. Homes, Indian Creek, get the rezoning in place, and, um, or I guess I should say the appropriate zoning in place, and then having that RFP out, identifying a development partner in 2023 would be wonderful for these three stations for me. That yeah. would be that Absolutely. would be what I would put on my on my on my Christmas list. I was gonna say that's what you're asking Santa Claus for. Those are good ones. I like that a lot. Um, well, how can our listeners get more information on Marta? Where's the best place for them to go? So, you know, I, I have to say our website, um, it's marta.com for sure, would be um the 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 ideal place and there is you know we do have facebook and and twitter but it's smarter.com you know you go to the bottom of that page you'll be able to click on our link to facebook and and twitter um and yeah you know and and the one thing that i will say about our website is that it's constantly being populated with new things that are going on so if there's something that you can't find on the website, but you remember, you know, 
two months ago, just reach out um, to our customer service, you know, and they'll definitely point you in the right direction of, of the person within Marta that could, could share some more light on, on what you're looking for. Yeah. Wow. You've just got so much going on. I really don't see how you keep up with it all, but thank you so much for taking time to join us today and to share a little bit about what's going on with transit oriented development and what's going on in, um, you know, the part of Marta that you work on. So thank you for that. Yeah, you're, you're welcome. And, you know, it takes a village truly. I, I have to say, Carol, that it's not happening solely by me. It's a lot of people um, that that do what they do and do it well that allows for for Marta to have the presence in the community that that it does. Um, yeah. So you know when you're looking at 4,500 plus employees, it gives you a sense of yeah. It takes a lot of a lot of people passionate about the work that they do to bring this stuff all together. Yes, absolutely, it does. Well, thank you for the part you play in that. Oh, you're welcome. Absolutely. So that's a wrap for this week's Atlanta Real Estate Forum Radio's Around Atlanta edition. I'd like to thank Debbie Frank with Marta for joining me in studio today. On behalf of our show sponsor, Denim Marketing, I'm your host, Carol Morgan. I want to thank you for tuning in. If you enjoyed today's show, there's lots of opportunities to follow and interact with Atlanta Real Estate Forum. You can follow us on Facebook. You can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, all the socials. You can sign up for our newsletter at atlantarealestateforum.com or continue the conversation by downloading and subscribing for free on iTunes, Stitcher, or Spotify. Thank you for listening, and I look forward to seeing you right here for our next episode. Today's episode was made possible by Denim Marketing, the publisher of Atlanta Real Estate Forum, Atlanta's favorite real estate blog, and source for real estate news, trends, new home communities, model homes, builders, and more. Denim Marketing is a comfortable fit, like your favorite pair of jeans. Denim Marketing tailors marketing strategies to meet your specific needs and niche. Try them on for size. They will work to create a perfect fit for your company's marketing program. Call them at 770-383-3360 or send an email to info at denimmarketing.com. For more information on Atlanta Real Estate Forum Radio or to inquire about being a guest, contact info at atlantarealestateforum.com. Check out the radio show by visiting atlantarealestateforum.com or by listening to the show on your podcast or iTunes app. And if you enjoyed today's broadcast, we'd sure appreciate a rating and review on iTunes. Thank you again for listening, and we'll see you next time on the Atlanta Real Estate Forum radio show.